is David J. Coleman here, and I want to thank you for joining me for another chapter of this podcast, Coleman on Purpose. I always like to thank everyone that has listened, that has encouraged, that has supported the podcast by sharing it, letting me know how much they've enjoyed an episode or how much more open I am now with a podcast like this. I just want to thank you for that because so many times, like I was talking about in my my previous bonus episode, You're Not a Placeholder, there's so many things that can come to try to tear you down or make you feel like you should not be doing this. When, when someone says every podcaster doesn't need a mic or there's so many podcasts out here, what makes you think your voice makes a difference? When I get those little inserts or encouragements it makes me know that I am on the right path. It lets me know that I'm doing what I am supposed to be doing. And I'm so grateful, so, so grateful for that. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting. Go back and listen. Please share. I, I just keep encouraging people to share, share, share. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day just about how much social media has changed over time where everyone, of course, is out for themselves, out for letting people see who they are. But social media is also a place of community, a place to grow, a place to encourage, a place to share what other people are doing also. And I I have been guilty of becoming so enthralled with what I'm doing that there are so many other people that are out there doing their thing too. And if we all encourage one another, we can get so much further. So I just want to encourage all of you to get out there and support someone who's out here doing their thing, grinding and keeping keeping this thing going because they have it in their heart to do. So I just wanted to pull that out there and throw that out there today before I start this chapter, which is chapter 12. And I have named this chapter the takers and the givers. Now, that could have gone many types of ways, but this is what it's going to all entail. It started from a conversation that I had uh, in chapter six called After the Butterflies. Please go listen to it if you don't have a chance to, if you have a chance to, if you want to. Um, I talked about having people in your life that are created or they that they are born basically to heal. They have a natural instinct to be healers. Uh, a lot of times that comes from uh, the feminine, you know, we have mothers that are natural born carers or healers or caretakers. There's a lot of them, but there are some men out there that are also born that way with that instinct to heal, to nurture, to have that within you. They 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 learned it from somewhere or they they got it, of course, from something, but they are also have that instinct to heal or they, they just have that that internal part where they're either better sometimes with children. You'll find some some guys that are better with with children. But usually that's that's an instinct that that many um, it, it seems as many women have that. But I, like I said, there's such a balance in this world. People just don't realize that they either turn it off or they'll turn it on. They'll they'll turn on their natural instinct to heal or they'll kind of turn it off to conform to what the world is doing. So always keep that natural. If you have that in you, keep that natural instinct in you because it's a wonderful asset to have, but it can also be taken advantage of if you don't keep a, keep a lock on it. So I, I, of course I have notes for this one. Like my previous one where I talked on a bonus episode is kind of willy nilly, but I kind of write out notes to kind of outline where I want to go with, with this uh, chapter. Um, so I wrote this, I said, you can be in a relationship with a giver and just not be in the right place to receive everything that person is giving. Now, I talk about this because we have many times in relationships where we are with someone who has been trying to give us everything that they have. And 
at that time, you just may not be in the right place. I've had many examples of that where there's been either relationships or friendships that I've been in where that person is really trying to connect with me, really trying to get everything, you know, tell me everything, let me know that they really care and everything. And I'm just like not in the mode of it. That's probably maybe from past things which I haven't healed from or different things that were going on. I'm at a place I'm at a place now where I feel like I have begun to try to heal some of those wounds that may have been there from past things or even past relationships or past friendships where I am willing to receive what people are giving. But there was a time in my life where people were trying to pour out or let me know how much they love me. And I really didn't care because it was like, look, you know, I, that's all good and dandy, but I went through this situation that was similar to this and I'm not trying to go through that same thing again. So it's so important to heal those different scars before you really make decisions about either getting in a relationship or trying to begin even a new friendship. It's so important to know where you are at in life so you can be upfront with them so they're not ending up getting hurt in the long run and you're just hurting all these people as you go along. So that's that's a very important piece that um, I have learned over time and that I, I'm still trying to exercise or practice. I also believe that you should be able to pour from yourself also, because because if there's an imbalance with that, like like I was just saying, that person is giving and you're not able to pour out a little bit also, like even if that person is a healer or a giver, you should be able to not just take, you should be able to give something back too, because if they're pouring all of this light into you, you should have some type of light that you're going to give back to either them or the people that are around you. I don't know what people do with all of that energy sometimes when someone is giving them all that they can. And then are they just harvesting it for themselves? That's why I talk about the takers. You have these people that will, you will have the most energy to give to them, to, to pour out, to just shower them with so much love or just so much encouragement and just every, you're giving them everything and they will just suck all of that in and keep it for themselves or maybe keep it for themselves and then pour out to the next person that comes along that they that they when they when they heal or do whatever they have to do. And that is not good because I, I have found sometimes in my life that because I was not able to give, I was sucking in or taking. And sometimes I, I felt very bad, bad about it. And I even said there's sometimes where I felt like I've been giving and giving and giving to the other person. But I'm not thinking that I'm giving anything because the person is ungrateful for everything that I'm giving. So it's like, I felt like I was a taker at times and taking, taking, but at the same time, I had different things to give. Now, this is an important part that I always like to say about any type of, of relationship that you're in. You can definitely be in a relationship and and feel like you are you are giving or something like that. And if the other person doesn't really realize that you are giving, then that other person becomes resentful. They become resentful of you and, and what you are, what you, you, you've been trying to give to them. And it's very important that we do understand that even in those times when we, we, when we are weak or we feel drained, that we don't just try to pull from something empty to present to someone else. We need to take that time or be honest with them and be open with what our feelings are at that time about how we're, we're, we're working and, and what we can't, what we're able to give. If we're not honest about what we're able to give, then the other person thinks we're okay and they just think that we don't care. And that's, that's not okay. That's not okay to just go from place to place and then feel like you, you don't, you don't care about someone's feelings and, and, and just keep going from person to person to person. I don't think that's, that's fair. 
I always wonder sometimes why I was never able to recognize the value that I brought to a relationship because I was so busy trying to perform perfectly. I would think that I was probably sometimes lower on the totem pole. But when I begin to get get a grasp of myself and who I am and what I do bring to a relationship, because everybody brings something separately, that's an important part that you should know also. In every relationship, people bring different things. And I always say this in, in relationships where somebody might be able to bring you an acumen of maybe a little bit of stability or or knowledge on on different things that you that you didn't know about and and bring that that nurturing part to it. And then somebody might be able to bring a more a more rigid form of of love where it's like I can get I I I can supply you with these things. I have these things for you which supplying is not always love, but some people express it that way and it is up to that person in that relationship if they just want to have a person that just supplies things and then, then they can give the nurturing part or whatever they want to do. I'm the type of person where I'm going to need the love back too. You know, I'm giving love. I'm going to need the love back to the comfort. I want I want the the same amount of of love that I'm pouring into you. I'm going to need that back. It does not always come in a form of what you can give me or, you know, some people I, I need time. I need the time you're going to spend with me. I need the valuable things that that are there. And that's uh, the Love Languages book. I always recommend that to people in relationships. I mean, even in friendships, because people friendships have love languages also. They, they really, really do. So I believe sometimes we do miss those those points because we are not recognizing what we actually bring to a relationship. We think that we bring we, we don't bring as much as the other person is bringing and we devalue what we actually bring. So I've had to begin to sometimes in relationship or different things, point out what I am doing in the relationship to the other person, just so they can see or know what I feel like I'm giving when I'm when I'm showing my love that I'm not just taking taking. I'm actually giving you something. What are you giving me? You need to explain back to me what you feel like you're bringing to the relationship or the friendship or whatever. I need we need to know those things. So I do feel like in the same beat, we miss valuable moments in relationships because each person is placing more value on the missteps than the progress that you that you're making. So a lot of times people will look at all the wrong that that has been going on when you're taking and giving and they will say look at all of these things that you didn't give me from you 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 took 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 this. But did you look at what they gave 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 gave? Now, there are imbalances like I said, but if a lot of times your giving outweighs your taking, why are you just focusing on the two times when that person took and didn't do anything? You're giving too much value to that. You're giving too much value to the missteps that each person has has taken in those relationships. And that's something that I feel like really breaks apart a relationship or does not heal a relationship. There, there are things that I think people try to find sometimes excuses out of why they don't you know, why this doesn't work, why, why these things don't work about you, but they never want to look at those, those little portions of it that those get, sometimes those, those small little giving things kind of outweigh some of the taking things. And that's, that's the crazy part. You have to find this, this type of balance. And I always talk about balance all the time. I don't know. Maybe it's cause, you know, 
this astrology stuff, I'm, I'm in, I, I know a little bit about it. I know Libra is about balance. And then I'm very close to that because I'm like the 21st of September. So I'm Virgo. So a lot of people say I have a tinge of, of balance, like of, of things I'm trying to make sure are on a steady pace. So I don't know about all that, but that's, that's kind of what I think of when I start thinking about how much I talk about, about balance and stuff like that. So I also have to say, sometimes you feel like one person is putting forth more effort or calling or reaching out if you have not communicated. And I, this is a, this is a situation that I came into with a friend. I'm going to skip down kind of in my notes to this story. I had, uh, I have a best friend, um, that we talked all the time, you know, back in high school and all of these different things. And over time, I had everything that happened with my brain injury and stuff like that. And we kind of lost contact over the time. And I felt like I was always reaching out or always calling and I was never really getting calls in return. I was always the one to reach out or say something. I was always the one to to say, oh, how are you doing? What's going on? And I would feel like I was giving him all of like my story, my life, my information. And he was keeping things locked away and not and stored and not really giving me all of him like he was probably telling other people that he confided in more about his story than what I was giving so I was like gosh I'm giving you a whole bunch and I'm not getting back much so it came to a point where we almost lost contact for a very long period of time and then we sat down in a conversation one day and had a very deep conversation about where our friendship was and why we were hurt by either somebody feeling like I'm not reaching out enough or I only reach out at certain points in times or different things like that. And we we had a deep conversation, but it was that breakthrough moment that actually brought us closer together. And we have like made these these uh, vows or these promises as friends, you know, that we will always reach out or we'll always communicate with one another in these in difficult times or just reach out when not not just in difficult times, but whenever there is a day that goes by, we'll at least just say, hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Just to, to acknowledge or to even if it's just a good morning, you know, these are the things that build in those relationships. So you have to communicate with those people and let them know the thoughts. Uh, because the, the other person is never going to know what you need. So I didn't know at the time when he needed, he didn't know what I needed. And it was a very emotional and 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 really together moment that brought us close to get closer together as friends. And to this day, we have stuck to that and we have been friends and we have gone through things and we have tried to make sure that we are, are keeping up with communications with one another. And that's all you can really do. If you if someone really means that much to you, you're going to always make sure that you're able to give as well as they can give to you. And, and it just becomes such a such a wonderful partnership and, and friendship. So I also think something that we've kind of demonized is is make is saying that you need something. I don't know why it's become so difficult for people to say that I need this from you. Um, I believe sometimes pride gets in the way. I've had that many times where I have not been able to reach out and say, I need this or I need that. Or another person has been like, oh, well, I, I, I don't really need help. I'm, I'm good. I'm cool. I'm cool. And you're not, you're not cool at all. You've been going through the motions of acting like everything is cool and everything is great, but you're not cool. And I have been very guilty of this at times where I was going through an entire divorce and I was up here in literal just 
basically smiling, going on about my life, doing videos, taking pictures, living my best life as a flight attendant. And I was going through an entire divorce. I was in training, basically separate, like when I was becoming a flight attendant, like in training, basically going through a process of separation. And then the divorce was cut. Like I was going through so much and I was telling everybody I was okay. I'm fine. I was getting around family members. I'm good. I'm good. And it took waking up for me to realize that I was not good at all. I was getting more irritated because nobody was reaching out, but nobody knew what I needed at that time. So I felt like I was giving all of myself. I was giving, giving, giving joy. I was giving, I was giving love. I was giving peace to everybody. And I felt like everybody was taking my energy from around me, but nobody knew what I needed so that I couldn't, nobody could give to me because they don't know what to give to me because they think that everything is okay. They think I'm just full of this love and this light and I can just pour out to everybody else and I'm fine. And that's not okay. That's definitely not okay to, to walk around life acting like everything is fine. Everything is dandy. Everybody goes through something. Everybody has a problem. We just don't know how to open up to people. Even if we do have people that are in our corner, it's hard for us to open up to people. I'm not saying open up to every single person in the world, but I'm saying it's important to at least get your few people that you can confide in, that you can pour into and let them know, you know, this is what I need at this time. This is what I'm going through. Please pray for me. And if they're not able to give you anything at that time, you need to move on to somebody else who can give you something at that time because you can't walk around life without 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 someone knowing what you need. You're you're going to need something as as you travel through life and as you do things. So I just think that's that's in in very important that we don't demonize saying what we need or we say that it's weak if you ask for help or you you need something at this time. That's why again therapy is so important because you do need to talk to someone. You need to pour out. You need to to lay that stuff out. And then that therapist in turn can give you at least one little nugget or let you know where you're at or you have these little awakenings in your mind that your soul that's deep inside those things that have been buried away can give back to you. You can give. You can also give back to yourself. You still do need people. Let me just say that, make that very clear. You still do need people. You can't do it all alone. But sometimes there's deep-rooted stuff that's in there that either your parents or somebody that has really nurtured you or or mentored you along the way, you'll pull it up out of yourself and you'll be able to enlighten yourself and give what you need at that time. So in any circumstance, it's so important that with each time that we want to get that help that we need and get those things that we need from people that we don't feel like we are weak or that we come off as needy or we're too overbearing at times, letting people know what we need. And we can't fear losing a relationship just because these are the things that we need at this time. If someone's not able to give it to you at that time, they're just not able to give it. So that relationship needs to cease. If you feel like that person is taking, 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 taking and not giving you what you need at that time, that relationship does need to cease. It's not doing what it needs to do for you at this time. So I do just want to throw out there that I do find my strength when those times are are rough or are bad, I find my strength in Christ. Christ is the one that that gives me that joy. He gives me that bubbling up that that pours out and 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 gives to others. It gives those things. And people wonder, like, how are you staying so so happy all the time or what what's going on? Yes, at that time I was pulling and pulling and pulling and, and trying to do it on my own. 
But when I realized that some of that stuff was coming from me always, you know, sometimes going to get refreshed at church or reading my Bible or, or giving those things, that's how I was able to give. But at a certain point in time, you do need people that are around you also that are going to, to put something back into you because you are relying on God and he can sustain you. But there's also power in unity and people that you are around. So I just wanted to pull that out there because, you know, you, you can't always do it alone. You can't always walk on your own. I can definitely say like at this point in my life, I, if I have to strain or think about a friendship that much, like if I'm trying to go through all of these hoops, trying to keep or maintain this friendship that I need to reevaluate where that relationship is. Where is our relationship at? If I'm having to strain and stress to pull out of you what I need or that person's trying to pull out, we need to reevaluate where we're at and what, what we can do to either say we're going to separate what we're, what our, our paths right now, or we're going to find another way to work in, in this aesthetic. We're going to try to find another way to work in, in what we have at this time. And it's okay to have acquaintances. Everyone is not a close friend around you. That's the problem sometimes too. You're giving, 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 giving to all of these acquaintances. And what you're not doing is getting anything back from these acquaintances. All they're doing is taking from you. You're giving all of this stuff to the acquaintances and you're not leaving anything for your close friends. You're trying to be so cool with all of these people that are really not, they didn't got it like, like that with you. And you're not giving what you need to give to the people that really do have your back, that are your your close, close knit bond tribe. Those are those are the people you need to be giving to. So stop all of that. We're giving to these acquaintances that is out here and give to those close friends that are around you, that are holding you down, that are keeping you stable, that are giving you everything that you need to sustain. Besides God, those friends are your life support also. They are the the human form that that God has sent into your life to place there to keep you lifted and to keep you built. Hold on to those. Drop the acquaintances. That that's all I have to say. I just want to thank you for joining me for this chapter 12 of The Takers and the Givers. You know, I just wanted to make sure I threw out some of those little nuggets because it's something that I have been thinking about for a while. And even though my my title sounds quite like a Tyler Perry movie, The Takers and the Givers, Tyler Perry presents. No, it's not a Tyler Perry movie, but it's it's something that I really had been wanting to talk about for a while because I want to make sure that when we choose the people that we have in our lives, that when we have people that are here to support us and to help us that we know the difference between who is who is taking from us and who is giving to us it's such an important value to learn and at this time in my life the older i get the more i realize i have a lot of people that are are giving and i'm i'm giving to them as well and it's such a great balance and i feel like i'm in such a great place when when i have that correct those correct people around me and that that's that's an amazing 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 feeling i'm telling you there's nothing like it so i really really would like to thank you for joining me for chapter 12 of coleman on purpose make sure you are following on youtube following on instagram following and putting little comments on on my itunes not little comments i want you to put big comments comment big large beautiful comments on iTunes. That's where I really need your support. Make sure you go and review, leave some stars on there. Let people know 
how you enjoy this uh, podcast and how what you want to see from it and, and just different things like that. I would really, really appreciate if you head on over there and you do that. Again, I'm on IG at D-L-U-X-E-D-A-V-E. And YouTube, now they're ha- adding handles to YouTube now. So it's Deluxe Dave at Deluxe Dave. So it's www.youtube.com slash at Deluxe Dave. And you can find me there with that handle, which is wonderful. So it doesn't have to be King David 24 anymore. So I, I do love that I, I was able to, to grab that handle. Anyways, you guys remember you are unique, you are loved, and you are created for greatness. Till chapter 13, holla.